This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Just stuff past seven here in Progressive Talk. Let's go to our economic feature. We're looking at at least two issues now. Let's see what other issues. So we, we, we spoke about, and we'd have mentioned this in the beginning, or did we talk about the repo rates that were left unchanged today? And of course, there have been different expectations there, but no none surprised perhaps around the the, the, the outcomes of that, of the, the, the repo rates not changed. And I want to see the other issue that we're talking about of course it is people are talking about possible funding or increase of taxes for for the vaccine for COVID-19 so that's one other area but Governor of the Reserve Bank Lisita Kanyako said that the repo rates will remain unchanged at 3.5% in November 2020 the bank also announced that it would make no changes to the repo rate let's talk about this as part of our economic feature this evening and we've got uh, 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 Mr. John Manike who's joining us on the line we'll be talking to about this now he is the head of financial education at old mutual mr manike good evening welcome to progressive talk good evening and thanks for having me good evening good evening indeed well what is your reading of the uh, decision by, uh, by by the reserve bank not to change the repo rates well, firstly, uh, definitely not a surprise there. I think it's too early now for uh, any possibility of any uh, hike. Um, I think the economy is still in a very, very delicate situation. And uh, I think part of uh, uh, the thinking of the Reserve Bank to keep the repo rate unchanged is obviously try and help uh, deal with the negative, uh, with the effect of negative growth in the economy, uh, but also ensuring that at least, uh, you know, we put money in the hands of consumers, you know, to uh, stimulate economic activity and to boost uh, economic growth, because if if the disposable income uh, of consumers uh, shrink, because now suddenly they have to start paying uh, you know, more in terms of their, um, you know, credit uh, products, then you've got a situation where people are just not spending enough in the economy and and uh, we will not be able to collect enough uh, tax uh, revenue, um, which uh, creates all sorts of challenges um, for the economy. So I think it's a good move. Um, um, you know, to keep it uh, where it is. Mm. What is important, though, uh, and for me, is what are people doing uh, currently while the repo rate is still low, you know, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not just something that you just ignore and say, well, the repo rate is low. It clearly is definitely there must be something uh, that we do as consumers. And maybe that should be my next question. What can we do as consumers to take advantage of this? You know, so obviously, uh, when the repo rate is low, um, you know, we tend to pay less on on our debts. So it is certainly an opportunity to use the, uh, you know, that bit of a saving, you know, that way because you are paying less to actually start creating some kind of a buffer, you know, some kind of an emergency fund. Because unfortunately, the reality is, you know, even though we lost two million people, I mean, two million jobs rather, I beg your pardon, uh, last year, mm. it doesn't mean that uh, there is no likelihood of losing more jobs uh, this this year. I mean, we're currently dealing with uh, uh, the second strain, and we don't know what impact uh, this would have 
uh, in the economy. Yes, we can uh, project and say, well, there are certain sectors which are hardest hit, um, but the reality is that if things continue uh, the way they are, you know, the chances are if it's not a job loss, it's likely going to be um, a, um, a salary cut. So mm-hmm. therefore, we need to actually brace ourselves, you know, start building a buffer mm-hmm. um, so that if there are any changes in terms of your income, uh, you are at least able to uh, to survive. Mm. You know, as we, we talk about that, obviously, because of the impact of COVID-19, people are not able to do a lot. There isn't a lot of ground to manufacture, to, to maneuver, rather. Uh, if you were to talk about people saving, I wonder if it's uh, many people are able to during times like this, as you were saying, some would have, uh, some have lost their jobs, some have had salary cuts and, 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 and things like that. Uh, so it is expected to also be a buffer, also a help, be a shock absorber of some sort. No, absolutely, without a shadow of doubt. I mean, uh, you know, when you don't know what is likely going to happen in the future, it's all it's always better to actually have um, a buffer. Uh, you know, so the reality is that apart from the uh, a bit of saving that we are seeing as a result of the um, uh, repo rate, uh, the levels of uh, the current repo rate, um, you know, the you know we need to we need to be thinking that you know. Um, we're paying less for transport, particularly for majority of South Africans who are now uh, enabled to work from home by the employers. Mm. Um, obviously, you, you travel less. Yes, there's still people who have to actually go to the office, but there's, there are a lot of people who are working from home. And capitalize on the fact that uh, you're spending less on, on transport. Yes, we might be spending more on food mm. because most we are home most of the time. You know, but I think transport is definitely a, a big issue, and I, I and and it does seem like some municipalities may have also come to the party by ensuring that you know even with the rates um, that they are not. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a blanket approach across, but I've not. I'm aware of some municipalities that mm. uh, you know might have uh, felt for 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 the people by ensuring that it is to keep a, a reasonable rate, you know, so mm. people can cope during this challenging time. All right. Yeah, of course. And if you were to speak to uh, public servants, I know they are preparing themselves to go and negotiate salaries, but to tell you about uh, that the fact that they haven't been able to receive salary increases and, and, and things like that. And, and, and to that end, so I've seen there's a conversation in the country that there might be a possibility of a, a, a tax hike uh, to fund the COVID-19 vaccination program. Of course, the government is looking at different possibilities there. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I've had those speculations, but Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, uh, I'm yet to hear any particular official uh, statement from government saying that that's what they're going to do. But the reality is that with so many jobs that have been lost, it means we've got fewer taxpayers. And these taxpayers are paying for those who cannot afford to pay tax. Mm. Um, You know, so I think it's going to be quite a tricky one, especially where, you know, on one hand, you're trying to put money in the hands of uh, consumers by ensuring that, the, you know, with a repo rate, uh, keeping it at as lowest levels possible. On the one hand, you're going to be taking from the same pot. I mean, you're literally countering whatever is, uh, is well, maybe the Reserve Bank is trying to achieve by assisting in the manner that they are currently. So I'm not sure how uh, that will work because, I mean, it, it's not an easy thing, you know. It's not as easy as, 
mm. a lot of people might think. You know, of course, governments do from time to time uh, engage, um, uh, you know, the International Monetary Fund, I and mean, they go to the World Bank, and they, I mean, we've seen uh, last year with government having borrowed some money there, you know, and usually uh, borrowing money for things like that tends to become... Um, uh, you know, more affordable, you know, because then there are preferential rates as opposed to if you're borrowing money for other things, you know. Mm, so mm. Um, that's what you're saying. I think it will be very interesting. I think the Minister of Finance has a very difficult task, uh, yeah. if, you know, ahead of him. Um, and I think as we prepare for the budget speech next month, it will be very interesting to see how uh, this plays out. But it's not as easy as uh, some people might think. Thank you very much, Mr. Manika. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much, sir. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.